Well, <clears throat> excuse me. I finally made it to the big time. Five o'clock mass. I've been here for a while, but I had to wait. Last year, I started working for hospice for the archdiocese in New Orleans. And I think I've learned more from the patients than they could ever learn from me. And sometimes I get a wonderful surprise. One day I met this very special lady and she was, well, 90 something years old who had a great sense of humor and she wanted to know when was God calling for her? Why did I have to wait, she kept saying. And I said, well, God's not ready for you yet. And I asked her, were you prepared for, your, for his call? And she said, yes. Well, that's when I told her that she was in a waiting period and she was here to help others prepare for their journeys as well. And because God was still building her mansion in heaven, he was working on the paint colors. She looked at me and she quickly said something that I would never forget, almost like a kid in the candy shop. She was so eager to see this mansion. She wanted to know what her place in heaven was going to look like. Nobody likes to wait, especially for something like that. But I, I know that everybody in here always loves to get ready. But as Christians, are we getting ready? Are we preparing in a way that is pleasing to God and in a timely fashion? Advent, which starts today, is sometimes understood as a waiting period, waiting for Christmas to arrive. And from the point of view, this waiting period between Advent and Christmas is also supposed to make us think deeply about another waiting period, the one between now and the second coming of Jesus Christ, who will bring history to its fulfillment when he'll judge the living and the dead and finally put an end to all evil. And this second waiting period is what our Lord is referring to in today's gospel. But is Advent really just a waiting period? Is human history just a waiting period, an undisclosed number of centuries in which we wait for the second coming to happen? Well, no. There's it's much more than just a waiting period. It's really a getting ready period. See, Advent is a liturgical se uh, season, a period of time in which the church surrounds us with reminders of the greatest event that had happened in the whole of history, in the entire universe. It was the incarnation of the Son of God who came to earth and to be our Savior. 
The church gives us these reminders to help us get our souls ready to receive the special graces that God wants to give us as we celebrate the events of this year in the right now of our lives. And secondly, those same reminders are also meant to spark a personal examination of conscience. And if in that examination we notice any sinful or self-centered tendencies or bad habits or activities that are a little bit beyond measure, well, Advent is the time to get rid of them. And that's how we get ready for our Lord on his second coming, which, which it'll occur at our own personal deaths or at the end of history, whichever happens first. See, these four weeks aren't about waiting. They're about getting ready. One reason the Catholic Church has continued to survive and thrive for these 2,000 years is precisely because being a Christian is not a passive thing. It's an active thing, a life-changing thing, a world-transforming thing. See, there's a beautiful true story about a woman who rediscovered this active Christian spirit in her, in her life, not during the four weeks of Advent, but two days after Christmas. And our heroine in this story, well, she lived decades ago in the Midwest and was the owner of a newsstand and a novelty shop in a small town. Well, one year shortly, before Christmas, she fell sick and spent the whole holiday confined to a bed. She felt rather gloomy and even somewhat bitter about missing Midnight Mass and the other Christmas celebrations. But when she reopened her store two days after Christmas, she had an idea. Why not make today my lost Christmas? Well, she carried out this plan by putting the spirit of Christmas into her whole day. She smiled more frequently and more warmly than usual, and then she tried to be extra accommodating to those who were her clients, and she gave spontaneous discounts to customers who, well, were a little short on cash. And after closing the store, she took some small presents to several homebound neighbors, and she also visited some poor families to give candy to the children. By the time she came home, she was so full of joy and the spirit of Christmas that she had never felt happier in her life. She decided from then on to keep the spirit of Christmas in her life as long as she possibly could. How different Advent would be for ourselves and those around us if, with the help of God's grace, we were to spend these four weeks actively ushering in the spirit of Christmas instead of waiting passively for it to arrive. 
See, Advent is about getting ready, not just waiting around. And since it's about getting ready for two things, there are at least two things that we should do in order to get ready. First, we need to get ready for this year's celebration of Christmas, the coming of our Savior to earth. In every liturgical season, God has a special grace in store for us. One reason the church uses liturgical seasons is precisely to make us aware that God wants to give us these special graces. See, we don't know ahead of time what they will be. It could be a deeper insight into the meaning of our existence and a greater peace of mind, or it can be experience of forgiveness and mercy for others, or it could be an infusion of a spiritual strength to take a step we have long waited to take, but have been afraid to take it. See, God knows what he wants to give us for Christmas. We just have to get ready to receive it. And that second thing, we're getting ready for is the end of history, that final judgment in our lives. This means turning away from our, our sins and repenting and making a fresh start on the path of following Christ's teachings and examples. This is why we wear purple during Advent as a penitential sign. And of course, there's simply no better way to do this than by preparing and having a good confession. The sacrament of reconciliation is the perfect method to get ready for the second coming. So as we prepare to receive the Christ in the Eucharist today, ask him for the grace to live our faith courageously, to prepare wisely and to receive him worthily. You know, I got a big smile after my patient had asked me if she thought God knew that her favorite color was blue. And then she said, well, you know, if I don't like that mansion, can I pick another one? I told her that God knows everything about us. He knows our deepest desires, our, our good points and our bad. And I told her that she would just have to be surprised, but she would have to wait and get ready. See, Advent is not just about waiting around, it's about getting ready. So let us get ready, starting right now by living this Mass well and thanking God for our time left that he gives us to prepare.